0: This is an ABC podcast.
1: Hello, Tyra Hanley here, bringing you your daily news hit on the Newcastle Hunter Catch-Up podcast. I'm currently waiting to
2: see a new psychiatrist and it's been a very long wait. I called up to try and get in in January. Um, I finally got an appointment at the beginning of August.
1: What? And it's um, at Wui Wui. (laughs) an eight-month wait, a 106-kilometre drive, just to get help for your mental health. Today, a look at youth mental health around the Hunter, the frustrating and also some feel-good solutions. You ready? Let's get into it. After covering a story about wait times for mental health treatment in the Hunter, I asked you to share your experiences with this, and I have to say it was a mixed bag. I heard stories of great success getting the help needed through specialist services at the MARTA, GPs just getting it when you opened up, lucking an appointment as soon as you had that referral. But overwhelmingly, the stories I heard weren't great. Huge wait times. GPs who said there wasn't time in your appointment to talk about your mental health as they ushered you out or people being locked out of help because of the price tags that come with appointments. You heard a bit of Millie Granger's story, waiting eight months for that initial appointment with a psychiatrist and they have had to drive all the way to the Central Coast. That was the closest place they could get in. Let's learn a little bit more about Millie. I was diagnosed with social anxiety at 16 years
2: old. Not much after that. um, I was diagnosed with major depressive disorder. Then a few years later, I experienced um, verbal abuse and bullying in the workplace, which led to me having... A panic disorder. And throughout all of that, um, I have struggled with disordered eating, uh, body dysmorphia mm. and currently live with generalised anxiety disorder.
1: When they were a teenager, Millie found treatment options easily, but that's changed now they're an adult. It's been a bit of a process um, keeping on top of my mental health.
2: I've been very fortunate that I have had a lot of support mm. Um and my family
1: and friends will bring up to me if they feel like that I am slipping a bit and do need help, which has been really good. Now they're facing that eight-month wait to see a new psychiatrist. And that comes with big feelings. What happens if I can't get in? What happens if my script runs out and I don't have my medication? These things Millie's thinking about all the It's very daunting.
2: It has been very much a struggle, especially because I've felt at times that everything is just kind of on hold, waiting. Mm. Um, But as I said, I'm really lucky um, to have such a supportive doctor and like health team. So in the meantime, I've been seeing my GP more regularly um, just to have check-ins and
1: just talk about my mental
2: health and what I'm going through.
1: Millie's is just one story of frustration, and I know there are so many more in the Hunter. So the question is, how do we fix it? It's happening in a few ways, like this.
0: For us, it's really fundamental to try to intervene as early as we can for people to help identify, um, even whether it's just mental health distress or early signs of uh, mental health challenges, um, and sort of, where possible, uh, prevent it. Developing into uh, further mental illness or at least getting people on the right path to help them manage, it, manage their illness early.
1: That's Jonathan Holt, the General Manager of Hunter New England Health District. If you need to access the public health system for mental health, this is where you go. And there's something new coming to town with
0: a focus on acute youth mental health. Uh, we have a new team of skilled clinicians called Guards. who will be able to reach out and deliver... Uh, mobile, intensive, um, short-term support, specialist assessment, care and coordination and therapeutic interventions, whether that's face-to-face in people's homes or schools, the community or hospital, but also via telehealth.
1: It's hoped these safeguard teams will be up and running really soon. It's all in the final stages. But there's other things beyond official medical or psychological care, more along the lines of education, mental health first aid, if you will people don't talk about it. Mm. So just starting those conversations. And I guess that's where Batia comes in, because that's what we aim to do in the university setting and in schools. That's Hannah Brown. She's the Hunter coordinator of a grassroots mental health organisation called Batia. She also has her own lived experience. I myself was trying to get into one before my wedding in February. I was having very regular panic attacks and I couldn't get in. Mm. Um, And yeah, it was maybe a two, three month wait. And I was like, but I, I need help now. So yeah, it's, it's tough in the hunter. If she could change anything, Hannah would want more mental health clinicians to cut those wait times down. Instead, it's about making sure people have the knowledge to know how to look after themselves and others. Even five years ago, you didn't talk about mental health. Mm. If you had depression, had anxiety, you didn't tell people. Um, going back to that stig- stigma, um, and stigma is obviously still a massive issue, but I think with this younger generation they're talking about it more. But again, we do then need to make sure that they're talking about it safely um, and that they have the skills to have these conversations, but then also to, to know where to go to when yep. they need that extra support. But here is in its early stages in the Hunter, setting up a partnership through the uni, reaching out to schools. The message from everyone I have talked to is you are not alone. You are not too broken. There is always help available. But this, from Millie Granger could be the life-saving takeaway from this conversation. There is
2: nothing that is worth sacrificing your mental well-being for, um, Mm. whether it be a job, a relationship, friendships. At the end of the day, it's really important that
1: you do focus on your mental health. Look after yourself. Look after your loved ones. You can contact Lifeline at any point if you need help on 13 11 14. Thank you to everyone who reached out and shared their story with me and to you for listening to this episode of the Newcastle Hunter Catch-Up. If you liked this, why not subscribe to our weekly newsletter? Find it and other great stories at abc.net.au slash Newcastle or slash Upper Hunter. Have a great weekend and I will see you on Monday for more stories right here on the Newcastle Hunter Catch-Up.